that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. You know, I don't have any. I don't think. I don't have anything fun. I don't know. I was know. gonna try to come up with like, a little, you know, like a, a big little. fat doobie or something fun. I don't know, man. <laughs> that I, uh, that is fun. Base, basically, though, I don't want. Um, I was gonna say slow ride. I was just take, about to say I do not. Easy. No, <laughs> no, please, please. A, we can't afford it. <laughs> and B, and B. Nobody needs nobody needs any of this music. I'm so like <laughs> that's the one thing I'm coming I know, out. I'm coming I know out right that's now. you too. I know that I'm Jordan. Gonna, I'm gonna preface. I I he love hate seventies rock and roll. He hates but it. I hate seventies rock and roll. I like I like I hate it so much that it really did, it like knocks a star down just because like <laughs> it's just personal personal preference. Um. I like it. So I, why, why this everyone movie, loves it? I, I mean, it's but, uh, it's fine. I wouldn't listen to it in my free time, but in your free time, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, but like you know, if it comes on, like this this movie's got like every good song from the '70s, so it's like all I need to do is just watch this movie uh, um, and just be fine with it. I I kind of got I kind of got a little frustrated though because it when you do when you do needle drops that are so like even just like verbally specific for what's happening in the scene yeah i like it just definitely doesn't age well for me and i just i i don't like it it's like the enron movie that we yeah. watched the enron documentary That's was the like best part the same thing you're just a hater Jordan. you're a hater like on needle, v- drops. needle drops i'm not a big anyway, needle drop fan Sorry. anyway even though scorsese does it okay because it's not like Scorsese doesn't have like there's not a song that comes out that's like beating a hooker now like it's not like it's not like like, like stabbing this mob guy like not, it's not yet a song Can it's we... not a song I'm about gonna... do about the action that's happening oh, in the movie that's what I'm gonna do with my band is I'm gonna <laughs> definitely just start writing songs that are just actually just describing <laughs> just, what's happening just describing. in Scorsese yeah, just like, movies like <laughs> it's like there's, yeah there's not a Scorsese movie the song's like Ray Liotta's having a panic attack <laughs> like it's not it's there's nothing he's like the that. wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, he's not a he's not a physical wolf. He's a human being, but it's a metaphor. Like I don't, they don't there's no that's why it's like the, when it's like school's out for the summer and like people are literally leaving school. That's how it always goes. How many times uh go to the Reddit, let us know how many times the needle has dropped that song at the end, because it I, does the same thing in like Scream or something too. And I swear to God, like every teen horror movie where they're like, School's out and it's like the bell rings and everyone's Simpsons like Simpsons yeah. did it. Simpsons did it. Everything. I mean everyone's done all right, it. Alright, alright. So you click <laughs> this is the this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. You know, you clicked on it. Uh, it's funny we said Welcome. there was no preamble and then we preambled the longest. I preamble the shit. You didn't introduce me though. Who are we? Oh yeah, that's Who's here. That's Jordan and I'm Levi. And yeah. We're your uh, movie cult hosts, I guess. This, uh, I guess, right? You've if never, you haven't you've figured, you've never introduced me like that before. Cult host, yeah. If uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't like that. So if you didn't realize it already, based on just context and or the title of the thing, uh, we're talking about the movie Richard Linklater's <laughs> '90s you're, film, Dazed and Confused. 
if you're just yeah, if you're just like if I'm just you're getting in a coma right now, and the, if you're in a coma, we're talking about days the RN, confused. The RN just turned on podcasts. This and we came on. This is <laughs> thank you. That would be great. I wish there was just like a yeah. we're coming to the top of the podcast shuffle, baby. <laughs> I know, dude, some uh, or- orderlies like, I don't know, here's this crap. I know, <laughs> and then the guy's just like, wait, come back. <laughs> he's like, please <laughs> come back. But, Pull the plug. But then he's like, oh, wait, this I remember oh. the 70s. Dennis, oh, slow hell. ride. Oh, he took Take a slow ride, baby. Uh, Bob Dylan's song. In- <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I don't know anyway. So it's funny because I actually went bowling right after I watched this movie. <laughs> And the soundtrack in the bowling alley was like identical. Was, was just days, it literally probably was just was. Spotify days and confused. Like. It was literally. Um, yeah. I actually had this soundtrack on CD back in high school uh, just because it That's somehow. Well, it just showed up. I don't even know where it, it came from. Yeah. It came from like the DI or something. So I was like, yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar, you know? And it was like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So we're talking, obviously, we've been doing directors uh, this week with Linklater. Everyone gave a resounding vote for Dazed and Confused, which uh, initially I was like, uh, I'm not surprised because I know this movie is, is like a cult following. But also, like, I'm like, it's not his best. And I remember I watched it. Uh, like, what was your initial impression? Because you've seen this before, right? Because I watched it back in the day. Oh, dude, yeah. And be, I remember being like, oh, this is overhyped. This is boring, but whatever. It's fine. And I like uh, Linklater, everything, all the other stuff he'd done up to this point. You know what I mean? I don't think I'd seen Slacker yet, but I've probably so seen a handful of others. I I have a I had uh, a father who was not – he didn't like – this wasn't his favorite movie. Or like this was – oh, my God. He liked this movie a lot, not necessarily because it completely represented his life, but that that nostalgia. He was he was, you know, well, right. God, I don't, I I don't know how old say... he was. He was probably like twelve or something, and then right, he was born in like I think uh, sixty five or some shit. Yeah. So he was probably like fifteen or something around this time, or not even. What is that? Like eleven, twelve. Anyways, so he's like he's a kid, but he's old enough. He's old enough to remember this time period, and he had older brothers, and it's like this. Like that's that's what rules about this movie is it. You can put. You can put like the social dynam- dynamics of of all these characters. You like you can find little tidbits from each group, right? And be like, oh, this kind of reminds me. It's, it's like a little like depending on your age. So I saw this originally when I was like, this probably was my first Linklater movie that I ever saw, and I was very young. I was like twelve, and so I didn't really care or get it, you know. Yeah, I liked the cars in it. Those were cool, and it's like yeah. I thought like I thought like them being stoned was funny. Yeah, I watched it when I was like fifteen, but, and I was a big stoner, and so I thought everyone was like, but, "Oh yeah, dude, that's like," a, and uh, I feel like two people really enjoy this movie is people who were alive during the time period, so like boomers mostly, right. and then people who were in high school in the '90s when it came out, because at the time. Right. There wasn't, like, as much stuff for that, and it's just, like, so kind of, like, down the earth. It's not, like, an overt sex comedy like Animal House or something. I know, and I, it's I like, really, it's like a I chill... remembered it as that, but it's totally not. It's, nah, like, it's kind like, of, like, the anti... Yeah, it's like much more just, like, chill. like, stoner comedy. Yeah, yeah. and so, because the person who, in my life, that loved it was my Uncle Josh. He, yeah. and he's, like, a Gen Xer, 100%, so he was in high school when this came out. Uh, and so, I mean, he, and he was a big stoner too. So I feel like he just loved it. But, uh, before I'm I'm surprised we didn't get anything from Travis either. 
I know this is probably right up his alley because he's a hundred. Yeah, Sky. I still don't, we just made that joke one time. I don't, I don't know how I know, old you are. We don't know <laughs> how old you are. Sorry, Travis. Uh, nah, Travis, you're young. You're nubile, baby. Yeah. I don't even know. You're like so, what are you like fourteen? Before we get too deeper, I'll give you. Uh, it was my week to write a synopsis, and I wrote one, but it's very, very oh, short. Yeah. Uh, well, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. probably longer than it even needs to be. So, for those of you who have not seen it. Or only remember the vibes and don't remember, like, the very minimal plot. Here it is. Uh, so, Days of Confused, written and directed by Richard Linklater, follows a group of teenagers on the last day of school before summer and into the night of partying that follows. The film loosely follows many of the youths, especially freshman Mitch Kramer, as he is terrorized and hazed by older boys before falling in with Randall Pink Floyd, a star player on the football team that is having some second thoughts about his future and authority in general. Uh, when the big kegger is canceled, the teens wander aimlessly, waxing philosophical, until a new party is put together by the Moon Tower. Young Mitch Kramer hangs out with some older kids, gets kind of drunk and high, and even fools around with a girl. It's the night of his life. Pink decides he doesn't want to sign a moral declaration that has been hanging over his head, possibly jeopardizing his football aspirations. But to him, his personal freedom and being true to himself is the ultimate prize. In the end, life goes on. For some, the night is one to remember, for better or worse. While for others, it's just another chill night on the town, bro. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's it's fun. like, the, you know, Mitch, Mitch Kramer, like, like he's going to remember that as like such a cool life that shaped his formative years. And Ben Affleck's character is like he's just sad because he's stupid and he failed. Uh, he's in, he got less I mean, he, he got left behind and so right, 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 he's right, doing twelfth yeah. repeating his senior year and beating well, young kids obsessively. That's what, I love. that's what I love is like all the all the archetypes of this exist and like they just like it's wild because we look at this as through a lens you know fifty years old and we're like we're like this is it seems so extreme like so this is the first time Victoria's ever seen this movie yeah and the whole time she was like. Do do people do this? Was this or was like was it? It's like it's like she she clearly knows that like that is a that is a realm of possibility. Hazing exists. All this exists, but like it's like just even in the movie they comment like oh, man I can't believe the kid your parents just allow this to happen like allow like grown ups basically yeah. like, like I think these it's kids more... who, like seniors to go to a junior high and like taunt them you know right. over a blowhorn and dude all of that the. Everybody out there in podcast land, please just if for, if any other podcast you want to go to our go to our subreddit and look at the video I posted. It's a it's a wonderful little like thirty minute um, commentary on this movie. And Linklater explains this is a hundred percent autobiographical. Yeah, that's kind of what it I was like. It's every it, every single detail in this movie literally happened to him. I figured and he so was. It, I figured like, he was Mitch because that that tracks with his age. And... Well, well, but that's the thing though. That's what that's what's beautiful. That's what, like the most beautiful thing about making a film. He's everybody. Yeah, he literally like he literally put pieces of himself. But yeah, he like, he was sense. basically Randall and Mitch. The reason yeah. they get the most the most lead time is because that was him. That was like the duality of him. That was his like. That makes sense. He and he came. It's funny because Linklater, his past in high school, he played baseball and football, and he played both. And he literally dropped out of football because of the because of the social pressures of football, and so it's like all of that, like you know, that makes sense. 
like accumulated uh, to him. I know that's interesting because Mary, I was talking with my wife and she was like, there's no way this is real. And I'm like, you know, it's probably not like that common, but I get it happens to a handful of people, especially back then. And well, I feel like it's so baked into our like cultural lexicon because these stories are the ones that always get like made into movies and stuff. Because without these elements of like kind of hazing and like parties and stuff like that, then what really happens is just way more boring. It's just all the same shit just without well, yeah. that. Because right. uh, we asked, because uh, we were on my way to her mom's house, and she, uh, her mom is early 60s, early to mid 60s, and she graduated high school in 1977. In, in 76? Oh, in 77. So nice. she would have been yeah. the, one of the juniors going into seniors uh-huh. in this uh-huh. movie. And my and Mary was like, "Hey, so was your life like the movie Dazed and Confused?" And she's like, "Yeah, actually, sort of. It was just yeah. more. It was more boring because it was in a small town in Ohio. But we just kind of drove around all the time trying to figure out what to do and like <laughs> all this and like. Yeah, uh, it was definitely the vibe. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I don't know, I buy it. But no, that's that's totally like that's what my dad always told me. Is like this is like. It's like it's real. Like I was. I think what we the. Did. I think the thing that just misses the. We'll see now. Feels. It would just be instead of the seniors beating the other ones, it'd just be like a school shooting or something. <laughs> just be like the <laughs> yeah, more modern. Right. That's how you modernize it. Um, well, or yeah, it'd or just, the, be, no, the it'd just bullet, be elephant instead. It's just <laughs> elephant. Oh my god, that's a great movie. Yeah. No, but it would. It wouldn't be that extreme. It'd nah, just be online. It'd be online bowling, it would, and yeah, no I'd one would that. go to a party. Yeah. There wouldn't be. There wouldn't be a field party. It would just be like six kids in a backyard at a pool, and then yeah. online bowling. It'd be like the goths like, or something. But uh, it, yeah, that's why I'm like, I was like, yeah, this movie's fine. It's just not really for me because I don't fit in those two demographics. Like, I can appreciate the chill slice of life. I'm gonna say slice of life a lot, probably, and then, I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> the chill slice that's of life vibe. Totally. But I'm like, if they basically remade this movie of just like a high school kind of coming of age, but like replaced it with a bunch of, you know, in the mid 2000s with a bunch of emo kids and juggalos and stoners, then I would probably love it, you know, because it's just like, that's my formative right. years. You it, know what I mean? I, yeah. It's like, I'm and like, actually, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I was just, I was just commenting this nostalgia um, about a, a, there's a TV show or whatever Netflix set a fog hat. It's like Blink One Eighty Two, you know. Like <laughs> right, exactly. Well, no, that's the thing, dude. If you watch this this uh, Netflix show, shameless plug here, I guess. Yeah, uh, I've heard it's, it's good. called Beef. Yeah, it it is like it's weird to all the like nostalgia music and, and stuff is like music that we listened to in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, like, we're the like, old we're that the like old late now, you yeah. know late nineties early two thousands, <laughs> and you're like I'm kind of and I'm like hearing it and I'm going oh my god this is it this is like this is what my parents were like feeling at you know this age like when they were watching movies yeah. and it's like people in the 90s were making movies about the you know, their childhood in the early 80s or late 70s it's yeah like, exactly i'm like oh okay here here we are this is it like this i know is i want the uh, where's our generation's link later though uh doing the I more know. like the more like uh I, i'm curious yeah. really though what is our generation's equivalent to link later because i mean the, the closest thing i can the like this is what i compare this movie to is super bad oh 100 I, I, I give super bad i give super bad like but a, even then like that's a, like gen xers that's like that's supposed sure. to that's supposed to take place in the early 80s it oh is it was the that's what i heard that's what i remember hearing but it's like the movie is made pretty timeless it's okay like, that okay but uh, i would have assumed i would have assumed it was like early 90s but yeah maybe yeah maybe okay. early 90s uh, that yeah. actually makes more sense for Gen Xers. Actually, I'm getting for early '90s. Yeah, right, right. Because right. I got, but I always got to remember. I'm like my mom, because my mom graduated in like '92. So, 
God. Wow. But yeah. uh, so that makes sense that that's when you know she's in high school, late eighties, early nineties. But uh, I don't know. But yeah, Superbad's the closest thing. But God, how long right. ago did Superbad come out? It's been out for like fifteen <laughs> years or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's exactly what I was thinking too when I like when I compared this movie to Superbad, and then we were watching this movie, and I'm like, well, God, it's really nothing. It's like the vibe is well, kind of it's like such that, a more just, hard comedy. Like, like Superbad is like jokes. Yeah, right. There's no right. really that many. There's like hardly any jokes in Days and Confused. Like there's a couple like kind of funny situations and stuff and like you know the the guy delivering the kegs early and like all that like <laughs> right that's a good bit like the stuff the stuff with the parents that's like fun and cheeky yeah kind of stuff where the dad opens the door and he's got the you know he's doing the power stance and like the kids are like nope <laughs> and they turn around uh-huh. like that's fucking that's goal i like i that's like fun. i i chuckled you know yeah that, yeah it's, that's good it's, stuff it's all fun but it's, it's like it's kind of whimsical like it, you know but it's not super yeah, bad right. where everything's like has a punchline yeah. and it's like ends in a tick, a dick right. or a titty joke or something, which is, uh, I mean, Superbad's great. It's not a diss. I probably prefer Superbad, yeah. honestly. No, um, I, I, and I think I would too, but only only because Superbad does have, there's more of an emotional connection yeah. and you're following like an actual story well, where this, this movie is literally, literally a vibe. Like it straight it's up vibes does nothing but and that's what's so cool is like my, slackers. My plot description is generous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly though, really like there there really is no. It's, it's just like scenes scenes go from scene to scene and it's basically just it's what oh my god what does it say to is it homage to Hitchcock Hitchcock at the beginning it's like what is it like can't even remember one o'clock or something like. 105 p.m. or something oh, it's like yeah. right at the, right at the end of the school day uh, and then that's where it starts and then it it you know the movie ends at like 7 a.m. or something yeah when they're driving so yeah uh it definitely like has no there's no like true emotional core it's all nostalgia it all builds on that and that's and that's what Linklater even said in that video is like he's like he's like this movie's built on nostalgia even though he's like I don't want it to be like looked at fondly but you're like he's like it's gonna be nostalgic because I like he's like I put it to film, it's there you know it's like you light it wow. you have the music and I like you you attach that but he's also like he didn't want this to be super glorified yeah which is, which is cool because that's that's the vibe I get with the characters because a lot of them are kind of like you know especially pink you know pink. He, and a lot of the other like, like shittier characters like you can tell they're kind of miserable because they don't know what they're doing with their life right. like the bitch cheerleader yeah. and all that that's trying to like shame the other girl. <sighs> I know, right, uh, right, right. Like, well, and I a, love the line, dude. The greatest line in this is that, like, when he's just like, "If these are the best days of my life, I'm gonna kill myself." Like, I remind know, me to kill remind myself. Remind me. It's like brutal, dude. I, yeah. Well, uh, that, that explains the whole movie right there. I know it's cool because it's like, um, I think maybe we're looking at it through a lens of more modern, of like we're super jaded by movies and TV shows trying to be nostalgic uh, because yeah. so many things are trying to capitalize that on that now. But I get, back in the early 90s, maybe not as much. And so I think that's probably why this rang such a chord for so many people when it came out is because, you know, things have always been sort of cyclical. Like, oh, you know, like you said, like Linklater in the early 90s is making a movie about his upbringing in the late 70s. Like, that's always kind right. of been a thing. But this is like, I feel like maybe one of the big times in film, especially like independent film being more of a thing in the 90s uh, where it's like, oh, this is, like, full-blown nostalgia is the main effect. And at the time, that was, like, re- kind of refreshing and kind of cool. And, like, and the chill nature of it, like, had, like, kind of a... Uh, was very, like, bittersweet. Whereas now, everything's trying to tap into that nostalgia and has been for the last 10 years. 
So when we hear, oh, it's very nostalgic, I feel like my cynical mind is like, yeah. oh, like, I don't want that to be the driving force for a movie. But I feel like back then it wasn't a cash grab. Like, this movie obviously was not a cash grab, even though we'll find out. Well, no. What, I'm curious what it what it made stuff, but. I know, I know and I, I've have, I have some, like, I have some, like, interesting. I uh, Oh, my God. There's a statistic that I was trying to get, but I couldn't find it anywhere, but I could look harder. But anyways, uh, I I totally agree. I think that I think that this was the early '90s when indie film was just blossoming. So like that that whole idea was like brand new. That was like the biggest could, the biggest boom in hit film it, history probably is the early right. '90s. I mean, I guess I guess you could consider like digitally. the 1910s. Yeah, <laughs> the 1910s sure. were original, but that just wouldn't. Well, film. it's everything, and you know, the, the, <laughs> yeah, each right. one has a big boom. But the '70s had like a boom of the, that, but like '90s is when it right. really was like. Popping off. Nineties, well, nineties is when this is actually considered his a studio film, even though even though it's you know a very a very indie budget to today's standards, even for the nineties in my opinion. But anyways, a lot of the licensing uh, or the f- um, money went to licensing for music, obviously because this soundtrack's oh, wild. I'm sure that's where but then, a lot of it went. Yeah, but then the soundtrack the soundtrack made a fuck ton of money. So anyways, I, I was gonna, like out, I said, I like, had the soundtrack and it just showed up. So I imagine right. it probably sold a bajillion copies, and one of them just fucking happened to find its way into my Bronco in high school. But you know? I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I wanted, I wanted to like, uh, kind of punctuate your, your like statement there and your, your sentiments. Uh, like, this was, this was capturing nostalgia, and it's a, it was an, it's a true anti, like anti like, stoner comedy. It like where where like the fucking um oh my god the breakfast club dude whatever he uh what's his name oh my god i forget oh my god it's right there on the i need to rewatch breakfast club i've only uh, seen it the one time in the dark age and i barely him, remember it him so. that 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 fucking guy but he he like all the movies <laughs> that he's making oh man it makes me so oh, mad the director I can't think of his john hughes uh, is hughes yeah yeah john hughes yeah i think you're right john hughes <laughs> I thought you were All talking the... about the character, and I was like, no, I no, don't no, no. fucking know the stoner guy. I, I okay. No, it, no, no, no. I'm just that's what I'm saying is like this is this is a rebuttal. Yeah, John, to Hughes, John Hughes. All Hughes, yeah. John Hughes movies. Yeah, John Hughes. And I think that's uh, that's where it's like, you know, his like where John Hughes kind of existed, and he was trying to be earnest, but he also like was the product of his time, and he was just like telling that story. Even though this I don't does know, feel Club, this I, does feel like I, a response to the '80s John Hughes of where it's right. just like uh, it's like super happy, optimistic. It is looking back on it with right. more of a uh, like, a, like a positive, optimistic, if not, if romanticized not, certainly lens. Right. And right, Days right. of Confused is just like it was boring. Sometimes it was cool. Just, sometimes it was frustrating. People, Oftentimes people it was like, bullshit for a lot of people. You know, that's high school, buddy. Yeah. And that's what I and that's what I loved is like some people like were assholes, all some the, people were cool. <laughs> all the dynamics. I mean, my favorite. So I watched it again. I watched it when I was young. Then I watched it again in I was probably like twenty or something. And I really like. Or no, I watched it in high school. Anyways, uh, and so like I really connected with the three the three kids, the like the the redheaded girl and the two the oh, two talking friends. About, talking about the, Breakfast Club still. No, 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 not Breakfast Club. Sorry, back to Days and Confused. Oh, okay. The, I was like, it's like the fucking the three the nerds, the redheaded girl, Cynthia, and the nerd. Yeah, and Tony. Yeah, and what is it? Uh, yeah, I like I the nerds. His name. 
Because they're like, they're like, oh, we're gonna go out on the town, and they're like, well, what if we got some alcohol? Like, uh huh, right. Well, that's yeah, and they just like they. I feel like they're they're definitely a part of. Well, yeah, because that, that what's that dude's name? He's oh really God. familiar too. The yeah. the one with like the curly hair. The yeah, black, the one that he's like, I'm not hair. gonna become a lawyer because I. Because that was one of my favorite yeah, conversations. That's my like, favorite, I actually that's my just hate, line. hate people, you hate, know? I, was I like, hate people. Yeah. And then he's, he's like, like I just want to like, dance. What do you do? <laughs> I just want to dance. See, that was like, a good joke, too. I love it. And it was a good... That yeah. was the scene that felt most Linklater to me, coming from right. something like Dude, sitting in a car. <laughs> like, yes. Well, and the dream, too, when he's like, yeah. I got to tell you about a dream, because it's like, that's 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 Linklater 100%. That motherfucker. sexy chick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sexy body with Abraham Lincoln's face. But dude, it's like that is that that's, conversation yeah. right there is so link later. And that's just and so I, just like I regular that's the that's kind of what uh Linklater does so well in so many of his movies is just like capture this really natural type of dialogue that's like weirdly kind of heightened with like philosophical. It's like it is like those conversations you have with your friends that like seem really deep but kind of also don't mean yeah. anything. Or, uh, which right, right, right. he kind of walks that line really well, but then he turns around and makes shit like fucking uh, Scanner Darkly, <laughs> and then also like School of Rock. Like that I, dude is everywhere. I love it. He is <laughs> everywhere. We were just looking at his credits before. He did Bad News Bears. Yeah, like the re- what? with Billy Bob Thornton the remake. What? Oh, what an <laughs> awkward. Like I mean, I guess it's like he loves he loves baseball. Another fucker. I think he'll just forever, do so. kind of but anything. He, like he's just like yeah. Uh, I'm kind of bummed the before yeah. trilogy didn't win, and uh, but we're gonna have to make that a bonus and just watch the whole trilogy because that's we're, we're gonna have to. That's kind of got I've everything. I've never seen it. It's, I'm a poser. It's good. And so I wanted to watch. I was hoping Slacker kind of would win, but I I don't know because <laughs> that I haven't seen that one in a while. But like that one's the most lo- the loosest, just like artsy film student one. Oh well, that and Waking Life obviously. So. Slacker, but like I feel like. But I mean, I his, waking life his DNA is time, all but. over his movies, but it's like this, it does feel like I did still really like this movie. It just didn't like, I only gave it two and a half stars because I found it pretty boring and it just kind of yeah. didn't connect with me. And it's because I can see the nostalgia and I can appreciate the kind of chill vibe and like the anti-stoner comedy thing, which is ironic because... Uh, like I said, like my uncle and some other '90s kids were like biggest stoners. Like this movie rules, man! It's a stoner comedy, right. and I'm like, uh, but it's like, but yeah, I think but it, it just wasn't. Just it's on just not for dude. me. Like I just didn't. Uh, without the nostalgia of those two time periods, then I just don't. And there's no like significant character growth to latch onto. Like I can maybe kind of latch onto the growing pains of like Pink, and like growing up and being like, oh, authority a little bit, you know what I mean? And like, I don't want to sign your freaking thing, man. Uh, I get that. I Right, right, right. That, like, trying <laughs> to come that, into your but own, it's, like, it's great. Uh, I feel like I'm grasping. Like, I enjoy it, yeah. but the whole time I'm like, kept finding myself on my phone and stuff. And I'm, Dude, do you, know, do you know what I just realized? We've got a, know what we need to do, dude? This would be a great, a great um, three movie set, whatever that's called. I can't even think right now. Uh, he and it's actually pretty cool because Linklater. I just realized this. He did Days Confused, Suburbia, and that um, the fucking '80s one. Um, everybody wants. Oh some. yeah, I've heard that's kind of like Dude. the spiritual successor to this, which I want. Right. Which I wanted to see. I heard when it came out, it was pretty good, and it was like overlooked, which makes sense, you know. God, uh, he's, dude, 
he's wild. He's directed some wild stuff. But that, like, those three would be great. Because Suburbia is totally, like... Suburbia is cool. Just I like Suburbia. A, right. And it, it's that, like, he just... I don't know. He, he captures, like, he captures, like, a youth really well. He does. Yeah, um, surprisingly. Because even I wanted to rewatch Boyhood again, because it's, like... I, dude, I loved Boyhood. I have only seen it the one time, but... Uh, uh, everyone was so focused on like the gimmick of filming it over the course of like 15 years or whatever. And, but it's just like, he captures this coming of age youth so well for a dude who's like, you know, probably like 60 now, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, right. he really no, does really kind of like, I don't know. I guess he hasn't made one in a minute since boyhood, but even boyhood, man, like boyhood, but he also got the parents side of the, like, I don't know, like Ethan Hawke and him. Oh, sure. I think that's another reason why I like Link later is because we like the Hawk and they're like, they work together uh, all yeah. the time. <laughs> God, and I love that, dude. I love that we should do a, go through and do directors and their like their companion. They're right, like, yeah. Because we talked about like, that a little their bit. Emotional with support Scorsese actor. And a little bit. <laughs> like all all the all the actors that they need to have in their movies so they can feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> like they legally have to have that that you know that actor in there. It's yeah. Good. Yeah, man. I uh. God. Last Flag Flying? What the fuck was that even? That one was actually pretty Ow. good. I actually, but it's such a not a Linklater movie. Have you watched it? Like, yeah, it is. No, I haven't seen it. Is it? Does it feel like it? Oh, 100%. Just the, premise, the premise just doesn't seem like it's, a Linklater it's, movie at all. It, it, it actually feels like maybe more of like a sequel to something like Days and Confused because it feels like three friends that were good friends back in the day kind of like come together but like as kind of jaded adults. And it's yeah. some fucking good performances, honestly, by like a good dramatic because it's like it's just them on a train and like trying to like kind of like it's like a road trip movie kind of there's them okay. but it's just them dialogue 90 percent of the time uh and it's just you know steve carell being a grieving dad and like killing it kind of but also kind of funny because they're talking he's talking with like uh forrest whitaker and who else is it brian cranston right yeah brian cranston, uh yeah. it's a good cast and it's just the three of them just kind of like being like talking about in high school and then like it has way more emotional depth i like it way more than days i'm confused i guess that i guess that is that that is link link later does conversation so fucking good and that and that's like all, his that movie's and good he, and don't, dude, don't, he's don't like he totally like that's in his, my that's in my writing thing. style he, that's yeah. like his i love it dude he just like he just has a conversation in that's like, why usually in more, a moving vehicle that's his like motif it is, is like a moving vehicle he yeah. fucking loves it and it's more naturalistic than like because you know we love the dialogue of the Coens, of Tarantino, yeah. Kevin Smith, but it's like, they're all kind of cutesy. Like, Kevin Smith feels like the heightened, like, if you're, the dialogue between some of the characters from Linklater movies just started talking, like the stoner yeah. and fucking one of the other guys, or their best friends, their daily lives conversations. But Linklater, yeah, he just captures more of like a, I don't know, it feels very naturalistic, but like, poignant also. Even though it's not like important to the plot, hardly ever, but it's uh, you know, the conversation feels important to the characters, and so you feel that even if the characters are not like that fleshed out. I don't know that no, like in course. this movie, well, no, that's, like you that's know, what I mean? he. I mean, slackers is literally just a stitch together conversations. That's what he yeah. loves to do, and so it's like you get just the conversation, like when the dude's talking about like all the weed that Lincoln used or uh, that Abraham or oh, oh, yeah. whatever Washington used to grow and you're like you're like what the hell is this like stream of consciousness that's going on with this stoner and like i know but it, and it's great <laughs> it has like it has like nothing to do with like any kind of plot development or anything it's just a good like six minute conversation it's a good like, it's a good bit of conversation yeah. which is just super enjoy like just listening to people talk 
a good conversation. It doesn't have to be like, oh, so do you believe in free will? Like, it doesn't have to be like yeah. just talking no. bullshit are some of the best times of my life. And so I, that's what I relate to most in this movie is just like fucking yapping with my friends and stuff. Uh, and which that, obviously that's is the nostalgia. us right now. Like <laughs> that's the nostalgia it gave me. Yeah, it's like I'm like I like straight up. We just like as we were watching this at the end, Victoria and I looked at each other and we're like, "Man, we miss our friends." <laughs> like I mean, yeah, like, well, that's, like that's the thing I really mm-hmm. miss. Like just ha- like having like nothing to do and like, right, just know. fucking chatting it up. I I, I do miss yeah. that. Nobody ever wants to talk. Everyone every time I try to talk to someone, probably other than you, they're like, "What is your point?" And I'm well, like, "I don't have a even, point. I'm just talking." We, we like, only get to talk to each other. We only get to talk to each other because we make it an appointment. We get if we didn't have this podcast, we would talk like once a month max. Yeah, and it would maybe for like an hour. It's like yeah. without this, it's like <laughs> you know we just she gets in the way, man. And that's what that's what that's what I loved about Days and Confused is it like it just you it felt like for a minute you could just pause. Great. Great. And just now like I'm sad. Watch them. I <laughs> I know, but somebody you know what? somebody talk to me. Well, it's it's fun. We can um, something to make you less sad is Matthew McConaughey's. This is his first. It's like his first thing that he ever acted. Really, in. he's so he's yeah. really it's, still no, it, known it's for one, this kind it's, of like. One, it's one hundred percent his first thing. He like literally got out of. Or he, I don't even think he graduated yet from school, and he like went to this. And he got like on set and he got casted because he just like he fucking crushed it because he's you know he's just like hot uh, and he's got like yeah. that like <laughs> and he's just got energy mustache. dude he's got a charisma he does. you know for you know for a fact that like he just he just shoot sh- he was shooting the shit with them I know he's and, just like, like just totally hey, like, man, barely I'll be in your movie like, but uh, you know whatever <laughs> yeah like if it's, yeah. if you want it's cool sounds like it happened in yeah. time guys you know like <laughs> oh totally yeah that like that whole like all right all right all right that was him hundred percent improving. Because, like, that's what's great about this movie is, like, Linklater was like, yeah, I got a script. All the all the situations happened, but the conversations are, like, a lot of it's improv Yeah. And so he'll be like, he's like, here's the structure of the conversation. Like, you know, this is what, this is like, this is what you're going to say, but how you say it is your own. And so, like, that, that, all right, all right, all right, dude. He well, just, like, improvised that. And that's his, I, I forgot it was in this movie. I just thought, so, I was like, oh, he came up with that in, like, 2011 or something. Right, no, right, dude. Right. That's, like, the main, that's, like, the biggest takeaway from this movie. Uh, right. Culturally, really, like, yeah. it's, like, quote, you know. I mean, it's in a fucking, yeah. it was in a Sunny episode recently, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny, I was talking to my mom today. I was like, oh, I got to go find something to talk about, Jason and Confused about. And she's like, I'm like, you ever seen that? Because, you know, I came out around her time, and she's like, I don't know who's in it. And I was like, well, uh, <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey, Matt Damon, and, like, Mila Jovovich is all in it. But, like. Or you- not not Matt Damon, but his his pred- his uh, his best friend, Affleck. Yeah, Af- the Affleck, Ben, ben-, ben Affy. Ben- Benny Affleck. And I was like, all those characters, but, like, you wouldn't really know that it was them because it's, like, one of their first roles, and they're, like, teenagers, and it's not like, you know. Uh, ben Affleck ben isn't Aff- on the poster, but Mila Jovovich ben is, and she doesn't even have any ben fucking Affleck's lines, even, Charlie. Dude, Ben Affleck's not even on the. He's not even in the credits on IMDb. But and he's, Mila Jovovich, he's Jovovich. definitely like the most famous, probably. Dude, oh, that's what dude. Victoria and I had this conversation after the movie because I said, I said, oh, Ben Affleck was like the only one that came out of this movie to to rocket to stardom, and she was like, well, Matthew McConaughey is probably equal. And I was like, fuck, I guess, yeah, probably. No. No, he's up. He's up there. Ben Affleck. They literally the tabloids wouldn't leave him alone for like 10 years. Like he is in the regular Joe Schmo 
Ben Affleck yeah, has right. Ben Affleck has like four Oscars. Like he's way more popular. All right, all right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think he, I think he's a director now. I think they're both. I think like they're both equally. He's Batman now. You, like, no, I mean obviously, that's, I, I that's prefer. Bigger, yeah. uh, I guess worldwide, worldwide I prefer Matthew Affleck's McConaughey, obviously. but I think Ben Affleck was way more famous. Oh, dude, I love, I love Ben Affleck so much. I think, yeah, I think his so, acting's he's amazing. A, he's all right. I know, really? I don't care what I don't care what anyone says out there. Yeah, what's I love. Your, it. Well, I love. He just plays. He just plays an archetype. It's not like. Or he well, plays what's like your a, favorite Ben Affleck movie? I don't know. I mean, I knew you'd ask, and then I can't. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. Can't have, you shouldn't have said. That I know. How it's much? Probably, you, it's how probably, much you want to f- f- suck Ben Affleck's like dick? It's probably a Kevin Smith movie, most likely. <laughs> it's where but, he plays a cameo in like Mallrats or something. You're like, he's uh, the he's right. the ass man. He's, That's his best role. That's the role yeah. he was born to play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know, dude. He's not even on the main fucking. It's funny, Mila yeah. Jovovich is so like prominent too. Well, no, but I don't do even know, she, remember her talking. But she's on the poster. She she's tried like in the background. Yeah, dude. She like she got she tried to like drag uh, Linklater down. That's some that's some uh, behind the scenes drama, dude. She came into the movie with like full like full lines, full character development, and uh-huh. then like just got like she just got like cut apart. And which which probably meant she probably you know didn't she probably just had like as many lines as that like Cynthia Cynthia character or whatever or Cynthia character the like redhead you know probably yeah. just had, where like she had she had, I mean like, nobody like, has that many some. lines like to pick a main character no. you would I would say you'd probably yeah like the two main characters I mentioned in the synopsis are the only ones that really matter because they're the only ones that have any type of real growth but it's it's very uh, surface level. God, you know what my favorite Ben Affleck movie is? I'm looking at this thing now. Oh, it's Gone Girl, probably. It's Reindeer Games, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What's your buddy. Favorite one? He's actually a lot of stuff. Uh, but really, go listen to that podcast. We did Reindeer. We Games. did. We did do a Reindeer Games podcast uh, for Christmas a while back. Now it's probably Chasing Amy, truthfully. Or yeah, I mean, Chase Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy's... Last Duel or Gone Girl? Great. Good one. It was Go- Gone Girl is the one that I was yeah. thinking of when I like when I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Well, it's because the, the f- like. but that's the thing, kind of like how I, I I always say Adam San- uh, Punch Drunk Love is Adam Sandler's oh. best movie, uh, right. well, up, up until before he made uh, yeah, it's uncut gems. uncut gems. But I was like that, and I I still think Punch Drunk Love. But I was like, but it's not an Adam Sandler movie. It's a fucking it's a Paul right. Thomas Anderson movie. So it's like. I kind of feel that way about Gone Girl. Like, I kind of forget it's Ben Affleck because I'm like, yeah, Ben Affleck's great, but it's not a Ben Affleck movie. That's a Fincher movie, buddy. And the only reason it's good, right. and he's good, is because Fincher's the fucking best director. Uh, not the, oh, see, but not the best I liked Ben Affleck. I like Ben Affleck as Daredevil. See, I like him as, like, his, like, schlocky kind of <laughs> dumb be. stuff. So I, I wouldn't say he's the best. Like, The Town, he's like... Town's cool, but that's the thing. He directed you know, The Town, too, best. and I really like it. The Town is great. Right. That's his best one directed. Oh, God, did that. Pearl Harbor. I forgot yeah. he's in that in fucking Armageddon. Anyway, God, he's really he's way more movie. famous than fucking. He was in Armageddon and Pearl Harbor. Like I, okay. the early two thousands. I'm just saying. That's the thing. I know you were on early two thousands. I think I he, think that McConaughey, McConaughey had his like became like the, the 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 teens. Yeah, he was two thousand teens. He didn't like, blow up as like he was and, super famous and typecast as like in romantic comedies, and then he didn't blow up and start getting respected until like the the. Like tell True Detective and fucking like Mud and and, and Inception, and you know. He's not Inception, or not Inception. Brains uh, melting. And uh, oh fucking oh my god, yeah. Uh, inter, uh, oh, Interstellar. Interstellar, yeah. Like all that yeah. era. 
The same and, thing. Where he won the Oscar for like Dallas Buyers Club and everything. Like that's uh-huh. that's when he really that. was like the Matthew right. McConaughey or whatever. Which right I, when he was in those commercials. Yeah, <laughs> he's, in the, he's rubbing his fingers together. And the Lincoln commercials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still there for all it. Right. I, I like all, all right. right. All, all right. right. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm still there for it. I, I like me because now obviously. I know. Well, dude, he's gone. He's gone nuts. That was the one thing I really wanted to look up before we did this, and I totally forgot. He's he has like it's like he hasn't. Uh, oh my god, what are those called? Like inspirational. He's got like a seminar where he just fucking like goes and oh, he that talks for like four hours that straight. Not surprise me for some reason. That seems like something he would do. Well, he just came yeah, out dude. with his book like last year or whatever too, which everyone was like. Oh, it's such an instant. It'll change your life. You just know? Google Google Matthew McConaughey motivational speech, and he's like, "If I win, I'll be happy. If I don't, I won't." It's an if, then ca- then cause and effect, quid pro quo, standard that we cannot sustain because we immediately rise every time we attain it. See, happiness uh, demands a certain outcome. And that's just a little taste, dude. It's a little taste of what. It's yeah. You know what I did? Hours. Man, what the best? <laughs> I'm torn because these two movies are right next to each other on uh, the letterbox I'm looking at. So the best Matthew McConaughey movie is Killer Joe. I don't know. I always forget about. Oh, I always right. forget about Killer Joe, but it's so fucking good. Uh, yeah. And if that one's not on our list when we talk about it later, remind me because it needs to be if it's not. Uh, but it's right oh, next to I the know. Dark Tower, God. which is like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I know, yeah, oh, it's, buddy. It's, and he's not good in it either, too. I was like hoping he would actually be good, but he's not. No, I wouldn't. I that's the thing. I like. I think it's. I like Ben Affleck more because it's like I would watch. I would watch a movie with Ben Affleck over Matthew McConaughey. Like most likely, if I if I had to pick, if someone's like, oh, I only get to watch one. I like that Ben Affleck has actually but, tried to break out and do more. You know, I was excited when he was going to do the stand. Do the stand. Uh, but then he yeah. became Batman instead, so fuck him. So hopefully the right, same right. curse doesn't happen to um, Robert Pattinson, Batman now. They're oh, both Batman. Yeah, at this, yeah, they're both still Batman in just different universes. Anyway, uh, we're so not weird. talking about Dazing and Fuse because there's nothing else no. to say. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on like, a rant about the actors in Dazing and oh, Confused, so it's tangentially... Well, this is here. the vibes. It's just chill. I know, right? Back. We've definitely... We've definitely... Yeah, because now, now I'm like... Now I'm like, oh my god, they need to make a like Spider Verse version of the, the Batmans and have all of them in there because there's like eight now right now. So we need to like, I, they probably are together. because Michael Keaton is the Batman in the new Flash movie, and those are supposedly in the same universe. What? Yeah, so I don't know. My, that's yeah. wait, that's tripping me out. He can't be because I thought Ben Affleck was the, well, the Batman the, in that I, universe. They both are, and I think right? I think the they're DC yeah, I think they're doing like a, like a universe thing, like you're saying. Like oh, the, they're crossing the streams. I huh? think they are crossing the streams, so we'll see. All right, well, here, you go find some Reddits. I'm going to tell all the fine people at home how much money this fucking movie costs. Tell them uh, and me. So what I what I wanted to do, and as I stall, um, <laughs> I can tell you that this movie costs $6 million to make. Like, hey, it's basically $7 million. It's like $6.9, yeah. which, is a, which is a healthy... Um, you know, healthy sure. amount. Sure. Yeah, that's a that's a little more than I would have guessed. But I mean, it's not a lot. But just considering no. the low budget fill of this and early, I would have guessed like 
three or four mil, but see, and that's what. But, but what's, ha- what's that's wild. probably how much the movie actually cost, and then half of it probably is, went towards the fucking soundtrack. Well, just the soundtrack, the soundtrack itself wasn't. It wasn't a large part. It was like it was like, um, like a like one sixth of the of the budget went to soundtrack, and one song, one song cost. 10 times as much as Slacker cost to make. So all of Slacker cost $10,000 and all of one stupid piece of shit Aerosmith song, the opening Aerosmith song cost a hundred thousand dollars to get the licensing Holy for that shit. one song. And Linklater, like a, like a, I don't know. I guess he was, he was a director and he was, he put on his big boy pants and he was like, I, he's like, I gotta have that song for this stupid part at the beginning. And so he like demanded that it got. It was the one that I don't know. Some songs. If I had to make my high school story, there would be a couple songs. There'd be some songs. I would have to like you put your foot down. But also, I'm also cheap. I'd be like, the hundred thousand dollars can go to just give it to me. Well, and I'll cut. I'll cut the song exactly. (laughs) Well, no, and that's like that's like the that's like the thing where it's like, and then Aerosmith didn't want the song on the on the album. Oh my! And the album went double platinum. And sold over two million copies, uh, and, then- and made more <laughs> made more than the movie, and they would have gotten back millions. And it's just like wild yeah, to think like Aerosmith didn't want it. And this so they, is it's maybe just- this is a controversial opinion, but I know you'll agree with yeah. me. Fuck Aerosmith, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Of course, I mean, you can't. So that's what right now, me and you, we we you 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 have like a softer spot. Like you like bad to the bone. I mean, not and like I. Well, I can't, you the I can't, one you song. I know that the was, one song that I. That I hate the, bad to the bone more than any song in the world. I hate it too. Love it. But it was the George Thorogood no, was I the know, first CD I, know, I ever buddy. owned. <laughs> I understand. You have like you have a personal connection with that song, but and I love you and respect this, you. But I, I hate that song. I can appreciate this whole soundtrack because it's like <laughs> sure. if, if you're gonna pick any rock and roll songs from the '70s. You could just pull them off the soundtrack, like you know, you don't have uh-huh. to, you don't have really, to go yeah. digging to be like, oh, but they don't have this song because it's like, I mean, maybe for some of you, but for me, sure, yeah. for me, I'm like, thing, if yeah. I'm ever in like, oh yeah, like a fucking fog hat and Led Zeppelin and shit, like that's what, like, what else do I need? And fucking Alice Cooper, like that's it, like right. whatever, right. you know. No, it, it's a, it's like, it's. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like the reason, the reason I roll can't my believe eyes they paid a hundred thousand dollars for that. It's fucking I know a hundred thousand dollars for one song. It's wild, and it's like I love that it costs like ten times as much. I mean, Slackers, Slackers clearly like has no production value, yeah. but it's just funny that like that's the statistic there. But anyway, so it costs it costs around six million to make, and uh, they only grossed like eight million. So it's not like a uh, it, later. I, I bet you it was the it was the album, the album and the album. Yeah, I bet yes, because this and is it's a more criterion, of like a cult so it's following. like yeah, criterion. Right, so it's like it. He's definitely. I mean, Luke Later's gone on. He had success. It's not like this really tanked his career or anything. Hey, and so I don't listen to George Thorogood. Okay, I don't. I actively. I know. You know what I listen to, Jordan? Yeah, I know. I that's. I'm not. I'm only making fun of you because that's the that's the one thing where it's like I I can't stand that song and if I, I had to listen to it I I, I don't know. Well, I don't, doesn't it make you think whew. of T2 though? That's the best thing about it. Oh, it's probably that's why it got so popular. Probably, but 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 bad. Yeah, pr- All right, probably probably. But 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 bad. Please. So nobody commented on the Reddit except for us and clones are people too. 
our boy. Uh, yeah. Which I appreciate you, man, for being like one of the only people that actually actively is watching the movies with us. Uh, some other people do, but they just fucking never comment on the Reddit. Yeah. I talk to them sometimes. Or but when when they do, when they do, we appreciate it. We, we do. Like we it, so. we like it anyway. Please. We like we like everything. But so uh, yeah. he says, I've seen this two or three times, but this was the first watch in about ten years. I quite like Linklater's work, but this is one of my least favorites. It's a pretty standard teen high school film that slants towards Linklater's style of slice of life set in a single day. I think he has much stronger films, and there are much stronger films in this genre. I think it captures the vibe of the time well, and a lot of the people connect to that, but as an early 30s non-American, I just don't connect with this. Uh, Totally, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. Right, that's fair. Even yeah. even as Americans, it's like, if anything, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, that's the this is the that, generation yeah. that's running our country now. So <laughs> it's Ben yeah, Ben, really ben Affleck's character is right. like a governor, you know? <laughs> like, is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. Well, dude, that's what I. So this is this is what I love. This is like, uh, I, I'm sure you've heard a little bit about this, but in 2004 there was a lawsuit against Linklater because there were three there were three people who wanted to sue him for like you know defamation of character and uh it was like it's like what was his name it was like yeah um there's someone i think named floyd slater and like wood whatever that guy's name is woodville or whatever mm-hmm. Wooden, the the, you know, the overall McCon- the, oh not that guy no, the, Ma- no matthew McConaughey's not the character. not the sex but, hound guy that's always just like yeah i'm gonna fuck her blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh i know yeah him yeah, yeah i'm no maybe who knows but anyways it was like there were like three characters that he used. Like that's what's that's what's so great. Go listen to the thing on the Reddit. Like Linklater talks about he like he's like he's like well yeah he's like you he's like you can legally use somebody's name you just can't use like their full name and you can't like he's like so I'd use I'd use a different kid's name for a different story but like that was like you know my friend's story and anyways so he's like I use these names and he's and he's like it's funny because people people from the town were all proud of like when they were in their twenties they were all proud of like. Oh fuck! Look at this. You know, Link, little Linklater made a movie about us. I'm fucking badass. You know, I smoked weed. And then he's like, I guess when they got older and they got kids in 2004, they wanted to sue me because it was like it made them look bad. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that and tracks. Then, and it got yeah. it got dropped. I mean, it got dropped immediately because it's, it's like fucking nothing. It's like there's, eat my ass. Yeah, there's. <laughs> he, I mean, he's he's a he's a he's like he's backed by a contract and he's backed by a studio that like and that's, can just that's be like weak he, as he, fuck. There's like, no lightness. Even yeah. if he would have like right. stolen but their but life, funny because that probably. Be yeah one in court <laughs> well no but the funny thing is is like they weren't they weren't Wasn't necessarily even that, wrong yeah. it's like well like the thing was is like he kind of was like yeah i'm just using my life and you are part of it so it's kind of get fucked like really like and i love it i'm like i'm like hell yeah because every every time in my entire life even to this day right now this second when i watch a movie and the end and it says no likeness no one was used nothing was like you know that that whole like that has to have that like warning at the end the or whatever disclaimer, the, like, legal yeah. The disclaimer, yeah. It's like, it's just like, I'm like, are you are you fucking kidding me? Every movie ever made has, like, part of you in it. Has, like, a, you know, a story you've experienced or yeah. a character. Like, you know, so I always thought that was funny. And I'm like, and this movie is like, Linklater's just like, I'll yeah, go watch bro, that. I, I like watching yeah. him talk, though. I like Linklater. Oh, he's, uh, he's, he's so cool. He's an interesting yeah. guy. Like, he just seems yeah. like, he's one of the few directors I would actually want to meet because he seems, like, pretty chill oh, yeah. and nice. Not like super intense and like, but also like he's really creative right. and stuff. Like I don't know, like some of the direct, yeah. like I wouldn't want to meet like Quentin Tarantino or anything. He's probably a jerk, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I definitely would meet him, but 
Unless, I mean, I met, unless I met Tarantino. Paul Thomas Anderson, so, you know. No, you cool. fine. I know. That didn't happen, though. You just say that dude, to ask make David. me mad. Ask David, dude. David and I met no. Paul Thomas Anderson. All right. Yeah, sorry, bud. No, we went and saw, uh, quick side note, we went and saw There Will Be Blood and Punch Drunk Love at Quentin Tarantino's Theater in Hollywood. And I left right after the credits because I was pissed because the audience was really annoying. And yeah. they couldn't stop laughing during There Will Be Blood to the point I couldn't actually hear the movie, which, you know, There Will Be Blood is a laugh out, a laugh out co- loud comedy. It's not even close to a comedy. It's like people were howling intense. with laughter, like the whole crowd. Anyway, yeah. so I walked out because I was annoyed. And then and then David and Jordan like, oh, we were sitting next to Paul Thomas Anderson the whole time. There's some bullshit. Yeah. Well, no, he came over to us. He came over to us and he sat down and he said, hey, boys, did you enjoy this? Sh- did you enjoy the movies? And we're like, we're and we were a little toasty. Don't don't you know, don't don't get me wrong. And we were like, yeah, man, we fucking like, loved it. It was cool. I, I am. And then your dad, Paul I, Thomas Anderson, yeah. come be in <laughs> yeah, my yeah. come be in my next I, movie. Come be in our next movie. I saw your I saw away. your dumb friend outside. <laughs> Sulking around, <laughs> yeah, he was crying his eyes out like a crybaby, and then he's like, "I saw you two, you two straight shooters should be in my next film." Yeah. And then we were, dude, and then that was me in, you know, in his next, I don't know, Magnolia, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what game. Yeah, after. he's uh, is Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, yeah. the guy from Licorice Pizza. That's Jordan, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's all I got to say. Moving on. Uh, Days right. of Confused is fine. Link later rules. Uh, I'll like anything that he does to a point because it's like. I can always tell. Like, I'll see it. Even if it's not something I like, like Bad News Bears or something, it's like uh, I can always tell he puts his heart into it, though. You know what I mean? Like, he always just swings for it and gives it And it's always it a little effort. different than I expect. Yeah. Like, the trailers the trailers do him dirty. They always try so to make it seem more mainstream, always. but, like, he's always kind of, like, off the grid yeah. a little. Uh, yeah. It's always – people are always, like, it's a little more, like, laid down to earth. It's not, like, uh-huh. traditional. I don't know. But anyway – um, yeah. So the opposite that we're watching the next director, I'm actually kind of surprised. <laughs> really, like, though, not that many people, not that many people voted, but I thought it'd be a closer race. So the next uh, director not we're doing <laughs> was is uh, Robert Zemeckis, and we recently covered Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So go watch that. Go listen to that episode and watch that movie because it's fucking rules. But uh, I put on. All the big boy hits, though. All the Zemeckis hits. Back to the Future. Castaway. Forrest Gump. The fucking best picture winner, Forrest Gump. Uh, Flight, which is apparently pretty damn good. And a lot of it's recent. And a lot of people really like it. And Denzel. And Contact, which is like a sci-fi classic. And so I was like, that's eh, pretty heavy hitters. But not that surprisingly, because it's like the most nerdy-ish uh-uh. and nerd, I, nerd fandoms I really come out hard. Know. I didn't know it was going to win. I thought yeah. Forrest Gump. I thought but, probably Forrest Gump, yeah. too. But... Uh, but I was like, maybe back, probably Back to the Future would be the other big one, and it yeah, did. Back to yeah. the Future won by a mile. But when, well, the, when contact, there's only thirty, Contact bucks. was in the lead. Contact was in the lead for quite a while, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, dude, I want to watch Contact. That's what I voted for. Oh, really? and then, I voted yeah, for Flight because it's the only one I haven't seen all the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we're watching Back to the Future, which is which is cool. I haven't seen it in a while. Hope, oh, I'm I'm excited to talk yeah, about it. I love it. Yeah. I, I like a good time travel movie, and it's uh it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's obviously iconic. So hopefully that'll bring in the people, and that'll be a good shoehorn into next month, which yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a post probably tonight uh, about like sci-fi movies. We're going to do sci-fi. I'll try and break it up throughout the weeks, but just kind of get a vibe on like what are your favorite sci-fi movies out there? You know, give me, limit uh, limited. I'm like, I'm going to put it on there, limited to three. What are your top three sci-fi movies, you know? 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want people dropping like massive lists. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want to see what you got just to kind of see. I'll break it up and might not even choose any of them. But that'll be a good <laughs> into it, a good time, uh, time travel movie. Get us ready. Get us all primoed up. Uh, but, yeah, Zemeckis used to be good, too. So we'll talk about him next week because he's not good anymore. He made the worst movie I saw <laughs> last year. <laughs> did he do? He did Pinocchio. Pinocchio, holy shit! Yeah, he did the he did the the like the Disney the, like, remake. The drunken, holy. like he's like he's drunk off like ether or something. Like you're not even like it's like he made some backyard moonshine. I and he wish. Just, like, God, I wish. It. He like drilled a hole in his head and poured some backyard moonshine down that hole. Like, yeah, just probably just straight <laughs> up know. Disney root beer because that's all he's drinking it, in the movies. Root beer. No, I don't. No, dude, he found the like he found the like embalming fluid that they got <laughs> Walt Walt with. He's chugging smoking on that, the embalming fluid. Fucking yeah. uh, dude. So, but well, luckily anyways, we're watching we'll watch Back to the Future. We're so. watching one of his good movies, <laughs> which he's, he had some pretty good ones back in the day. Uh, so yeah, go watch Back to the Future. Thank you if you made it this far to listening to this. Uh, and thanks for anyone participating on the Reddit. Patreons. Yes. Go to go to Patreon. Sign up. You get the sticker of the month club. Everybody who's signed up already, you rock. Uh, love's going out to you. Um, you got some stickers. Actually, I'm, I'm holding... I'm holding envelopes right here with more stuff coming yep. your way. So yep, got he uh, appreciate it. He we have he rocked a sticker on his water bottle. I noticed it at the gym the other day. Cult of oh, Cinnamon Knowledge rocking got, it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he got his he got his package. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, so enjoy everybody. All right. Well, Let's thanks for listening and thank you, Jordan, for being such a delight. <laughs> thank you yeah. for conversing with me. Of course, uh, I'm happy to be here. Until I'm, st- I'm going to be starved for conversation again until next week. So I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, you got a whole week to just sit in your bottle room. it up. I'm just going to talk to my three year old, and you know she's actually an okay conversationalist these days. But dude, when she on the pod, baby, that's what we got to get. I get her on the pod. Got to get her on the pod. That'd be really cute. All right, <laughs> it'd be uh, nonsense. All right, yeah, I know it's beautiful. All right, goodbye. Have a have a great night. All right, bye bye. <laughs>